Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I'm your host, Jason Napolitano. It is Friday, and what does that mean? It's Emmett Fox Friday. And of course, each Friday we explore Emmett Fox's find and use your inner power here on the show. Uh, so we are here doing that yet again, and I have on the line Mr. Chris Sheridan to share the journey. How are you doing, Chris? Doing great today, and it awesome. is another Fox Friday. It is indeed. Uh, so this week we are working on the subject of what then, and you will understand what that means in a moment when we get into it. Chris is actually going to start this week, and then I'll follow up, and then we'll do our normal discussion afterwards, and hopefully give you some uh, some insights into this work. Um, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being here. We're here, of course, on Friday with the Summit Fox Show, but also on Sunday as well. Uh, we do a longer version of the show, and if you haven't heard it yet, I encourage you to check it out. We explore uh, metaphysical, spiritual, psychological, occult subjects, uh, a lot of Manly Hall's work, if you're interested in his work. Um, but there's a lot of great stuff there. So, And we've also got uh, a wonderful catalog of stuff if you want to go back and listen to uh, some of our earlier episodes. I think this is our 133rd or 134th episode, so there's plenty of great stuff to mine from. Uh, in the past and a lot of different subjects and you can check those out by keyword and so on. If you go on to anchor.fm slash cosmic eye, uh, if you would like to contribute to, uh, to the show, if you'd like to make a donation, please do so at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye as well. And there's a button on there where you can do that. It's really quite easy. Uh, so go ahead, Chris, take it away. All right. What then? Nothing is really worth worrying about. Nothing is worth getting angry or hurt or bitter about. Positively, nothing is worth losing your peace of mind over. These important truths follow logically upon the following fact. You are going to live forever, somewhere. This means that there is plenty of time to get things right again if they've gone wrong. No matter what unpleasant thing has happened, prayer can set it right sooner or later. No matter what your difficulty may be, it is only a question of enough prayer, and that difficulty will dissolve. No matter what mistake you may have made, enough prayer will overtake it and cancel it. So why worry? If those you love seem to be acting foolishly, you can help them with prayer to be wiser. And meanwhile, if they suffer, it means that kindly nature is teaching them a lesson that they need to learn. When they have learned that lesson, they will quit and behave rightly, and so forth. But supposing something awful should happen, well, what then? If it did, God is stronger than anything awful and can put things right again as the result of prayer. Suppose you got sick, what then? God can heal you. Suppose you lost everything and landed in the poorhouse, what then? Think what a wonderful demonstration you could make out there and you would probably learn several valuable lessons there. And anyway, it would be quite interesting. Suppose you lost your heart's delight. What then? You cannot lose what really belongs to you. So God will bring it back more wonderful than ever. Suppose the whole universe blew up. What then? Let it blow up, and when the dust settles, God will still be in business, and you will be alive somewhere ready to carry on through prayer and understanding. So don't worry. Don't worry. All right, so this is a good message for today, isn't it? Because there's certainly a lot of worries floating about in the world. As they're well, this is great. Now you don't have to care are. about anything. 
<laughs> you don't need to care about anything at all. So, you know, no, and you have it, to care deeply, but no, you care deeply. A, there's a distinction between worrying and uh, taking positive action. Exactly. And I, you know, he makes, you know, that's, that's the big difference is that, you know, yeah. I don't, he's not trying to be flippant and he's not saying, you know, it doesn't matter, but what he is saying really though, is ultimately it doesn't matter. And I mean, in, in a sense, you know, when you think, when you think it through and you realize like the scope of the universe, the scope of time, the short span of our human lives and the whole vast undertaking of things. And, you know, you realize like it's such a tiny grain of sand on the beach, like any, you know, specific small thing that occurs in one person's life, um, you know, and he's trying to put it into perspective. In addition, he's also, you know, pointing out a kind of metaphysical fact, which is something that we talked about before the show. And actually, if you're interested, go back and check out our last podcast that we did on uh, principles of philosophy. Talk a little bit about this in there. Um, but the idea is he's sort of setting forth this idea that there's more to life than just this material existence. So, you know, take heart in that. Didn't, didn't you get the sense of that when he was, when he's kind of, he's kind of laying this out, he's saying, look, there's, it's not just this, you know, what do we have here? You know, 70, 80 odd years, if we're lucky, he's like, no, there's a, there's an eternal life as well. And he doesn't exactly specify what that is or how that occurs. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't really know. But he's saying there's something somewhere. And he says you're going to live forever somewhere. So, you know, that could mean a lot of different things. It could mean reincarnation. It could mean a heaven. It could mean, you know, just emerging into the Godhead, as it were. But, you know, the idea here is that there's something much vaster and much bigger than this particular human life, right? Well, that's just it. I think that's where he's really showing this perspective a different perspective and to uh, put these things uh, against each other <laughs> say this yeah. terrible happens well that may be true and it may be really bad but there's a larger picture there's a larger life there's a larger existence there's a longer time the, you know you're looking more towards the infinite and eternal with its eternal truths that live on forever, even if hundreds of years go by and people violate these truths and make horrible wars and worse decisions, uh, the truth is still the truth. Mm -hmm. Even though it may not be seemingly carried out properly <clears throat> by people. Yeah, It doesn't exactly. mean that those things aren't true. The storm comes and blows things away and, well, you know, the sun will come out again. Uh, doesn't mean that this isn't a problem, but there's a longer view. Rebuild and look for, um, you know, a day when we can all rejoice at, uh, you know, our safety. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's, that's, it's putting things in perspective. Uh, and, you know, this, this, this sort of, uh, we talked a bit about this before the show, but we'll share this with, uh, with you guys. Uh, this reminded Chris of, uh, of Jesus's words in uh, Matthew 6, 6, to 34. Um, and I won't read the whole thing, but I'll just, I, I think most of us are familiar with this section, but he says, therefore I say unto you, be not anxious for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on is not the life more than the food and the body than the raiment and the raiment that's clothing, by the way, behold, the birds of the heaven, they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns and your heavenly father feedeth them. 
are not ye of much more value than they. So again, that's that same sort of perspective. There's nothing really to worry about. God is in charge and, you know, ultimately God provides. Uh, and that's the reality of this situation. And that's a bigger bet. Uh, that's a bigger metaphysical reality than, you know, than we, when we usually sort of allow into our thinking uh, most of the time, because we're so kind of um, caught up in, in day-to-day life. Right. I mean, life, you know, it is, it is, it is painful. And, you know, we do have experiences in the body that are painful and, and emotionally and so on. And it all is very real. You know, it feels very real to us, but I think he's pointing to something, something even, even greater. And, you know, you talked a little bit about uh, that idea of Maya or illusion uh, that's in uh, Hindu philosophy uh, before we, before we were on the show. Do you, do you want to talk a little bit about that? I mean, that's kind of relevant, I think. Well, it is. And it's saying that there's, you know, underneath uh, and beyond all these everyday things that are real, mm-hmm. uh, as far as our everyday reality, there is a larger reality. There is a broader, a deeper, um, larger in scope, larger in space and time. Um uh, but really what I think he's going to, I'm just going to circle back um, yeah, yeah. what he's getting at. And he doesn't really say it in so many words and he doesn't use the word, but this is the notion of providence. Mm. And it's something that's not really talked a lot about. I mean, you can talk about, you know, the ultimate reality of consciousness and the Godhead is this giant mind of the uh, infinite universe. Uh, there is, you know, this power and this great knowledge. Uh, you can tap into this, you know, we have this, all you know peaceful loving and compassionate and there's a lot of aspects of of you know god or of nature uh that you know ostensibly you know was god sent or created um is that things are provided that's what he's talking about in uh jesus is talking about in the bible or in that new testament is at mark six right um matthew matthew but yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is that uh that, that it will be provided and I think sometimes, you know, that can be uh, actually a very common barrier to self-improvement uh, more towards success is this, you know, feeling that um, the supply is limited mm. or that it's not enough or I don't have enough. Or if I only had this, well, then I could, you know, invest in my manufacturing and fulfill my orders and, or, you know, there, there's always this, you know, this needing, this needing. And he's saying in here is that those answers will come. Those something greater will come. If you didn't get what's the old saying, I didn't get what I wanted. So I had to settle for something better. Mm, great point. Yeah. I don't know if it, maybe it's, it's uh, Oscar Wilde or somebody. But um, anyway, the point is, is that maybe what we think is this immediate disaster and it may be um, if we step back from it or just bring this in that oh maybe something better will be provided you know almost in any situation is the the seed of its own transformation you know these systems we seem to be mm. locked in you know yeah yeah caesar and you know wonder this you know government this and you know pandemic who knows whatever sure whatever um you know but even within that uh, and we were talking about the matrix at one point um you know we're talking about illusion you know this world of illusions 
but it's still a, a place that has rules and you mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. do well and you can do poorly <laughs> yeah, <laughs> according yeah. to how well you know the rules and, and can bend them or, or use them uh, yeah, to exactly. advantage. Um, so, but yeah, I think, you know, again, going back, I think this is the, uh, the faith, I guess, really is where, you know, providence comes in, um, is having that, oh, ye of little faith. I think that was coming up in that passage you were reading. Yeah, exactly. Leading up to that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's, it's having the, the faith that nature will provide. Or, you know, the answer to uh, a question is, is found within. Um, you know, the solution is usually found in the problem. Uh, this is a common, you know, thing, recurring theme. And I think this is what he's getting at, that, you know, it will be provided. Yeah. Even if it doesn't look great on the surface right now, there's something in it. Dig deeper. Uh, and it will not only carry you through, but and what he's claiming is it would, you know, even something better. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's interesting, too. I was just kind of, as you were saying that, I was looking at this section where I, where I read when he says, um, suppose you lost everything and landed in the poorhouse. What then? And then he says, think what a wonderful demonstration you could make out there and you would probably learn several valuable lessons. And anyway, it would be quite interesting. It's an interesting way of looking at it because it's like, well, yeah, you, you, you know, something, something tragic may happen. You may end up, you know, broke. You may end up in the hospital. You may end up in this or that, you know, terrible circumstance, quote unquote. Um but then he's saying, look, that might be an opportunity for a wonderful demonstration. In other words, you know, you, you pray and you use your affirmations and you use, uh, you use these spiritual tools to, to help turn things around. You know, your faith uh, in the infinite allows that healing to unfold within yourself and it allows you to, you know, get, let's say, rebuild your business or, you know, rebuild your home or whatever, you know, whatever has taken place. And it, you know, and, and in your doing of that, you know, your your de- and in the, the demonstration and the materialization of that thing, you're you're a, you're an example or an exemplar yeah. of that law that you can share with other people, and you know, so you can be a positive example for other people who might be suffering in that situation, but don't have this knowledge or don't have this faith or don't have um, access to to the same ideas and the same, um, you know, spiritual resources uh, that you've had, for example. Right. So it, it could be, a, it could be almost like a teaching example for others. Uh, so if you think about that, it's like, well, what can I, you know, what can I do in this particular situation that can not only get myself out of it and, you know, help my family or whatever it is, but also how can I be an example to others who might be suffering from the same difficult thing? That's pretty profound when you think about that, right? It is, and very well put. And I'm glad you drew that out of the text here, because um, he's really saying that, um, but maybe not overtly. And I'm glad you made a, uh, you know, a point to go in there because that's, you know, we always do that. If we can live, we, talk, we talked about this several times. If we're living a more hom- harmonious life, mm. that our soul's calling, if we know what that is, um, if our heart's desires. Uh, if what our purpose is, our destiny in life, we're living more along those lines and not running against the tide, so to speak, you know, we're going to be more complete, more integrated, 
more stable um, type of a person. Um, and you can sense that in somebody. And mm. because you can sense it, it means that person is radiating that. And yeah, that is, and then they will come to you and say, well, geez, how did you, uh, what are you so happy about? <laughs> or why, <laughs> you know, why aren't you, why aren't yeah. you flipping out like everybody else? You know, what do you got? You know, how do, how do you sure. keep it together? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. You don't and have to creator. preach it on high ground. You know, it's, it's really being that. And uh, that's mm -hmm. one of the greatest things you can do with, with your gift is to just, you know, share it by being it, by being a living example. Yeah, that's a great, great point. And I think um, one that we often forget, especially when, you know, when things are difficult, because we tend to just kind of think, well, this is this terrible thing and it's awful and I'm suffering through it. And what good could possibly come out of this? Or, you know, I'm, I'm now I'm, you know, 10 miles away from my goal. And before I was, you know, two blocks away or something, you know, you feel like you're so further away from 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 the thing you want or whatever it is, but you don't, you know, you don't, the thing is you don't really know that that's the case. And you also don't really know the the purpose oftentimes of, of why things happen. And sometimes there is within these things like, like uh, Napoleon Hill would talk about the seed of an equal or greater benefit within the misfortune. So that the thing that you think is actually a, a misfortune or, you know, a, a terrible setback, might actually be setting you up for some sort of future success. Um, yeah, I had one of those today. <laughs> well, there you go. Would you like to share it or do we just want to go on that? <laughs> yeah. Or we just, we just That's take enough. your I'm done. For it? I'll be here all day. <laughs> Matinee's Saturday. Yeah, right. Exactly. <clears throat> well, it was after a kind of a long and long project in the laundry room with the windowsill and had to pull the dryer out and everything. It was putting it all back together. It was all done. And the dryer hose was you know, in pretty poor shape. So it's like, okay, we'll get a new hose and put that in there. Then it was the vent that was jacked and that had to be torn out. So it took an extra, you know, two days on this project that was almost done. But in doing that, I found a much deeper problem. Um, it was not properly installed in the first place. Okay. And by, so this setback, oh geez, you know, I have to do all this and rebuild that. It was actually uh, a very proactive safety measure. And I'm really glad I had this set yeah. because the gift yeah. in it is there's a lot of peace of mind. I, I didn't know it was that bad with the lint because that can be a problem with dryers. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But so I'm glad I'm glad I had the, this setback <laughs> because it told so, me something very important. Exactly. And maybe we're sharing a little piece of information, you know, for for somebody out there. Always check those lint those lint traps in your dryers because uh, those 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 dryers can catch on fire. They get super hot, and you know I've, I've heard stories of that. It's never happened to me, thank thank God. Um, but you you know you might have you might have just caught something just in time. It's quite possible. It seemed like a big pain in the ass to you, right, to do this extra work. But in in the end, it may have saved your your, your home from burning down. So, Absolutely. and that's right. So, yeah. right. <laughs> so, I mean, and this is where this is where we we just don't know. Oftentimes, what you know, you you think sometimes like I was, you know, I have this idea once in a while. Like I'll think like, oh, like the, your car breaks down and you don't get to where you're supposed to be on time, and you know this happens and that happens, and every the whole day is thrown off and. And then you think, well, what if, you know, I'm just, again, I'm just, you know, kind of speculating on these things. But what if, you know, 
if you got to exactly where you wanted at a specific time and some, you know, tragedy was going to occur there. And so that like some fate or angelic presence or spirit or something is actually guiding this misfortune to save you from something much, much worse. I mean, it's entirely possible that sometimes those things do occur and people, you know, people talk about those things and, you know, intuitions or, you know, I just, you know, I just, I missed my taxi and didn't get to the airport and didn't get on the plane that ended up getting hijacked or something. I mean, you hear these kinds of stories all the time. And so, you know, sometimes it, it's important to keep that big perspective and think, well, what might else be going on with this situation? Maybe it's saving me from something. And that, you know, that can soften the blow of, of some of these challenging situations we find ourselves in. So really it's a matter of attitude. It's a matter of perspective and it's a matter, you know, it's a matter of faith uh, knowing that, that there's, you know, there's reality behind this. And again, kind of getting back to that idea of the, the you know, the, the Hindu idea of Maya and illusion, you know, it's really not that it's, that, that this isn't real. That's not that we don't experience it. It seems very real. But what it is, is that, you know, absolutely speaking, you know, there's two levels of reality, an absolute level of reality and a relative time bound level of reality. The absolute is out of time. You know, it's eternal uh, and eternal is a little different than infinite. I mean, you can look at look at that idea and Google that idea. Uh, but there's there's you know, there's something really profound in that idea that, you know, that there's this this foundation behind this this reality that we think is so 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 real quote unquote to us um and you know to see that bigger picture and realize that no matter what happens to this body and no matter what happens to our family or our fortune or you know our home or the country or whatever there's a bigger reality behind that uh so there's some you know there's some some i say it's a consolation but it gives you a bigger perspective on things gives you a bigger perspective. And that's one of those ideas of, you know, why philosophy is so important because that's, you know, it's finding a foundation in metaphysics. You know, again, I, I you know, suggest you can check back, you know, check back to our last, our last podcast if you want to know a little bit more about that subject. But these are big subjects. And these are ideas where we, we set up, a you know, an understanding of, of something in the invisible world that is uh, more eternal, well, not more eternal, but eternal as opposed to temporal. Um, and, and greater than anything we can understand here in this reality that's really in and through and behind all of this. So it's, it's something to, to consider when you're, when you're experiencing the shocks of, of life, you know what I mean? So yeah, see the bigger picture and the broader scope and you know, there's only so much we can know. There's only so much we can see. Yeah. And beyond that, there are infinite possibilities. We don't even know what's possible. <laughs> That's how you yeah. know broad and, and vast it is. So you know to keep open with that. And I think as far as you know philosophy, there's the notion of uh, being realistic or idealistic, and they can sometimes get pitted against each other. That mm. you know you're you know re- got to be real and got to be practical. Um, oh, and if you're an idealist, your head just in the cloud, and you know down here on earth, you know we got to do things. Um, yeah. It's it's not that an idealist doesn't accept you know, real reality. Uh, it, it's that you also have a vision beyond that. Yeah, this things are as they are today, right now. 
I envision something bigger, something broader, something better. And by holding that vision, uh, without ignoring what's happening in front of you, but you're, you know, you're talking about this balancing factor, or at least you have a trajectory, you have a direction, mm-hmm. you have a, this image of something more beautiful than what you're experiencing right now as a means of getting there. You know, and that's why he talks about prayer as being, you know, the answer. And I think he's talking about this, you know, more idealistic uh, type of prayer that, um, you know, what is causing me so much worry, because this is really kind of a, you know, talking about worrying uh, as a major theme of this piece, is that um, you're praying beyond the worry, you know, and what would defer the worry, what would ease uh, that anxiety is knowing uh, that something is predictable, something is stable, and something is provided, well, then you don't worry about stuff you have plenty of, mm-hmm. uh, and plenty of power, plenty of you know re- resources, you know whatever it is. You're not so worried about those things because you have them. You have them in abundance, or you have a you know, very high-quality uh, level of these things. You know, so uh, it, I guess, you know, what... Then, <laughs> as this state asks, is I guess you pray. And it can be a very scientific prayer. It can be a vision of something better mm-hmm. than what is now. Yeah, and, I feel like he, he uses prayer in such a, a bigger way than just mm-hmm. the idea of, well, like, oh, I'm asking for something from God. It's like visualization, affirmation, you know, creativity, idealized thought um you know there's like so much there's really so much to the idea of prayer it's almost like an attitude it's a faith it's a certain way of thinking it's it's wouldn't you agree it's much larger than i think the small idea of prayer it isn't but the simple idea of this is your direction of thought are you focused Mm -hmm. on the problem in front of you and obsessing on that or Mm -hmm. are you keeping an eye towards something higher something better and having hope and faith that that may come to be. Otherwise, if you're focusing on what is, nothing's going to change. How Good can point. it get better? You're reinforcing it. You're so reinforcing. Yeah. I think it's really like the direction of your thoughts. Am I stuck on here on the problem? Mm-hmm. Or am I aware of the problem? Um, and actively putting my mind towards something better, greater, grander, more holy. Speaking of that, I'm reminded of our uh, of our talk on the golden key. So that's that's particularly relevant in that in that area and on that subject. So check that out if if you get a chance. And that's Fox's idea of that's, if you have a trouble uh, in your life, a trouble a person that's troubling you, or a troubled mm-hmm. person, or a situation at work, or your finances, or your relationship, anything, is that you turn it over to God. And he used this image of the golden key is that you use this golden key and you put that on your problem. Well, I'm just going to golden key it. It's like putting a card down on something mm-hmm. or shining a light on something. So it's a very powerful, powerful prayer. And again, it's the same thing. It's what it does. It gets it off the problem and puts it. Okay. Here's some golden. Here's some golden light. I'm shining on this thing. Exactly. And you focus yeah. on the light, not the problem. Subtle, That's, but huge. Yeah, no, it's a huge, yeah. huge, profound thing. So if you want more information on that, do check out the podcast. Um, I think that's going to about do us mm-hmm. uh, for today. Do you have anything else you wanted to 
to add to the end of this? I, I appreciate your, your insights. Well, suppose the whole universe blew up. What then? Let it blow up. <laughs> I just thought, you know, that's, you've got to have a sense of humor. Really, you know, yeah, it was, exactly. it's this, you know, what then? Let it blow up. Because people, <laughs> people do that. They do what if, what then? What, yeah, yeah. what if this happens? You know, well, well what I are you going to do? Yeah. What if the universe blows up? He's just like, went to the nth degree i don't know where you can go any further than that can't go any further but here's (laughs) this here's the answer to that god will still be in business and you will be alive somewhere ready to carry on through prayer and understanding so don't worry so don't worry there you go that's that pretty much sums it up doesn't it (laughs) indeed so i think we'll wrap it up with that thank you for joining us we appreciate it thank you chris thank Uh, you that was of course uh what then from finding you as your inner power join us each week on friday for uh, more great emmett fox uh, ideas and on sunday as well on our regular cosmic eye show so we'll be back in uh in a couple of days uh, with a new episode thanks again for joining us we appreciate you being here goodbye and god bless <laughs>